Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Unlimited. I am so excited to share this episode with you. This is the first episode where I am sharing a coaching session with you. I had it suggested about a month or so ago from a colleague of mine to do a coaching session for the podcast, because it's one thing to talk about what coaching looks like, which I do in episode one of this podcast. However, it is a whole nother thing to actually experience it. In this session, I speak with a woman who is an artist, a community activist, an entrepreneur. She recently ran for office in a very red area and did remarkably well, though she did lose. And now she's trying to decide what her next steps are going to be. She's a mom of a teenager, soon to be divorced, and looking at coming back into building a business after this experience running for office. So as we dig in together, we look at things like identifying success, fear of failure, especially around wasting time and money, finding confidence when you're doing something new and pursuing goals without an attachment to outcomes so that you can fully embrace the experience and do that whole failing forward thing. One of the things that I love about working with groups is that when you hear someone else coached, sometimes it's exactly what you needed to hear to have the light bulb go on so that you know what you need to work on and focus on to be able to move forward the way you want to move forward. I will give a caveat here in that I did edit the pauses. So just remember that when you're listening to this session, it is shorter in terms of how long people took to contemplate the answer and come up with a solution. So if you tend to like to think about things for a little bit, no pressure. (laughs) That did happen. Just for your listening sake, I made it shorter. I know that you are going to find some amazing nuggets in here for you. So without further ado, let's get started. Hey there, I'm Valerie Friedlander, Certified Life Business Alignment Coach, and this is Unlimited. This podcast bridges the individual and the societal, scientific and spiritual, positive and negative, nerdy and no, there's just a lot of nerdy. (laughs) Come on board and let's unlock a life that's as badass as you are. If this session were to give you an aha or something like what you're looking for to walk away with by the end of it, what would you say had happened? Gosh, there could be many ways that could happen. (laughs) But I would say that I would have a clearer understanding of myself and the direction I should, I could take or should take or will take. (laughs) Mm-hmm. in any number of different areas. Okay. What area would you say has the most energy around it for you right now? I am currently in the throes of trying to determine uh, my direction as far as um, what to do for my business. I had been working on a business pretty hard for a while, and then I took a break for a couple of years to run for office. So 
I am now coming back to it with kind of a whole new perspective <laughs> uh, and trying to determine what direction to take, how to um, incorporate things that I've learned in the last few years and really use that. But I've got a lot of questions. <laughs> okay. Like what? What comes up for you? Um, I think a little bit of it is, uh, like I said, I'm kind of in a very different place than I was a couple of years ago, but I do still worry about things not working. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I've grown and changed so much, I don't think the same path is what I should be doing. I feel like, and maybe it is the same path with a different perspective, but I am trying to figure that out. I, um, I want some aspect of my work to have a social justice or um, something bigger than me aspect to it. And maybe that's just that I make enough money to be able to donate to these things. Uh, I don't know, but I'm trying to figure that out. I want to feel good and like my work is worthwhile. Yeah, that makes sense to want your work to matter in the world yeah. in a bigger sense than just yeah. for you. Absolutely. You mentioned just now worrying about it not working. What does success with your business look like? So success with my business looks like making money, doing something that I look forward to waking up every day to do, uh, working with people that inspire me and I inspire back, but definitely being able to support myself doing it. I've done a lot of things for no money mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've gotten a lot of good things out of that, but I need to be able to make a living doing what I choose to put a lot of energy into. So I am, uh, I am about to be divorced. So it is a newly uh, important piece to my business. <laughs> mm-hmm. Having actual income. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> How clear are you on what it means to make a living? So I think I'm pretty clear because I have a new appreciation for exactly what I need to live off of. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I do have a number now that I need to hit every month. And I don't know that I had that before. So that is a new clarity. I had numbers that I wanted to meet before, but never anything that I really had to meet. Yeah, it helps to have that kind of clear tangible because money and success and making a living, like when it's not a tangible thing, that's where we start to get caught up in the mindset component of money and it can be a block. So it helps when you have a clear picture of what it is that you would need to make. How clear are you on what you would need to do to make that? Not clear at all. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I have some different ideas about how I could do it. And a lot of that, all of it kind of relies on other things happening or other things. From, From what I did before, I feel like I had a really good framework in place. I just didn't have the right audience, I don't think. I mean, that was one problem. And maybe I was on the brink of things working well, but things just were not working well yet. And I was putting in a ton of time and I was not making money. And so I have a fear about that, about putting in a lot of time and not making money again. So I'm trying to not really give that a lot of energy because I could do things differently and it could work out great. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to keep that in mind. (laughs) 
Yeah, absolutely. So you want to do things that you look forward to doing. And so in the past, it's been draining instead of exciting, which absolutely happens when you run a business. It's pretty normal. And you want to be able to make a living. So you want it to be sustainable. So I'm hearing excitement over what you're doing, that it's sustainable, and that you feel inspired. So there's there's an exchange. You feel fed by what you're doing as well as putting something out into the world. Yes. What do you think holds you back from making that happen? I think some of it is fear because I have, I'd say, and it wasn't just the thing I did right before I ran for office. It was, uh, I had a handbag business prior to that, which I started in 2006 and it started out well (laughs) and it was right at the cusp of the um, big crash of everything, 2007, 2008. And I lost Uh, my shirt on that. And I've just now paid off some of the debt that I had incurred from that. So I've been burned a couple times. And it's, it's, uh, that is, I think, what holds me back the most from trying again, and now especially feeling a little bit more urgency, because I do need to make money. I mean, I've always had to make money, but this is now you know, real time. And I I do have another job. I've got a part-time farmer's market job, which has been more full-time lately just because of COVID Mm -hmm. and everything. But I'm hoping to be able to ramp up something of my own to be able to take over and have, have the lifestyle I want and the schedule I want. But I'd say my main fear is putting a whole bunch of time and effort into it and going in the wrong direction and having it not work. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if it did work, how would you feel? Oh my gosh, I would feel on top of the world. <laughs> I would feel excited. I would feel uh, confident. Um, I think it would it would shatter a lot of things for me and and allow me to be successful in other areas too. Okay. What would you do if you felt on top of the world and excited and confident? What kind, what kind of things would you spend time on? Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if it would be very different from what I'm spending time on right now, but I would be able to spend time, like I paint, I love painting. And then I kind of want to make that part of what I do now. I'm not sure exactly how to do that, but um, I would paint, I would write, I would spend time with friends and loved ones. And, and I do a lot of that now anyway, but I would do it without the constant worry that I should be doing this because I need to make money. (laughs) If I had something going where I was making money, doing something I love, then I would feel confidence and freedom to be able to engage in the things that I love doing without, I guess, guilt that I should be doing something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, is very understandable when we are pulled in multiple different directions, especially when we've got values around sustainability and then values around enjoyment. If they feel like they're in conflict, then that's naturally going to create a sense of guilt. So totally makes sense. Within your business and what you want to put into the world and create into the world, if you felt excited and confident, what kinds of things would you do in your business? Um, definitely help people, inspire people to believe in themselves, um, help people be creative, uh, really to help people 
to be comfortable in their skin and to be able to do the things they want to do. Um, my business before was about helping people create their spaces to support them and to have the kind of life that they want to have. Um, and, and I am considering that being a part of it or all of it. I'm not exactly sure yet, but uh, I, I don't feel like I was successful at that before, maybe sometimes, but not the way I wanted to be. So that's part of why I think I'm a little bit um, gun shy about going back into that again. But How were you determining people, success? Um, people hiring me and <laughs> and having me help them figure out their space and uh, having results. And I, and I did have some. I definitely did have some. Uh, so I guess I definitely did not have a lot of success in the money-making area of it because I was doing a lot of testing, I think, before mm-hmm. I dropped off. Um, but it took a long time to kind of work through and get my processes together and, and build, um, build a list, that kind of thing. And I don't know, like I said, that I was reaching the people that I needed to reach. So while I did have some success with people feeling like I was helping them, and that was, that was very fulfilling to me, I needed to be able to turn that into making money. Mm-hmm. So I did not successfully do that before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. One of the things that can be really challenging, and I, I heard you say within the things that you would do is that you would inspire others, you would help them be more creative, do what they love. If you were doing what you loved, what would you be doing? So I would be being creative every day. Now, there are different ways I love to be creative. So like I said, I love to paint. And I do get held back a lot on that because I feel like I don't know how I'd make money painting because, you know, it's very, I, I could make some, I've made some money painting, but I, I think it's tough as an artist and that's what everyone, you know, I mean, that's just the cliche. You can't make money as an artist. <laughs> so I am trying to look into ways I could make money as an artist. I would love to get up and paint and make money as an artist and uh, maybe inspire people that way. I wouldn't mind not, being, um, I'd love, I'd love to have my own schedule to be able to be creative, to have my own schedule and then have interaction with people, um, not as a constant, but as a, um, not that I don't want to interact with people, but like the thought of having to talk to people all day long, every day during appointments, I don't know necessarily appeals to me, um, and that was kind of what things were turning into a little bit with my other business. I don't know that I wanted to do that so much as um, I did like doing the group courses that I did. I liked having, uh, you know, group interaction once in a while and then maybe email um, or in a Facebook group uh, helping people that way. Um, I don't want to spend my whole day on the phone. I want to have time to be creative and actually do creative things. So uh, one piece of the business I was doing before had to do with interiors. So I ended up getting sucked into the, you know, helping people find the sofa they wanted (laughs) or 
um, a big piece of it was decluttering. And while I feel like that is a really transformative step, I did not want to be working with people to get rid of their stuff. I wanted to facilitate them going through that themselves, but I didn't want to be involved in the nitty gritty. So I kind of got off the topic of your question. Well, what no, that's, you, you mentioned groups and mm-hmm. choosing your schedule. So being in charge of your schedule and identifying the times when you were available to connect and mm-hmm. then having open times where you can create in your yeah. own space and inspire yourself and then allow that to yeah. come outward. One of the things that um, often gets caught up when we're running a business and we are dependent upon money coming in is the outward signs of success and what other people do. So the outcome, it's really hard not to get caught up in the outcome of what actions get taken. And that's where the fear resides. I heard you say several times about how, I don't know how, how is a place of overwhelm. (laughs) So oftentimes when we're asking ourselves, how do I do this? The natural response is, I don't know. I don't know how. So that's the reason why I'm exploring with you how you felt, how you want to feel, and what would you do when you felt that way? Because when we lead with the activities being things that naturally create that sense of feeling that we're looking for, it's easier to experiment within those without getting drained because the experience of the process is enjoyable enough and inspiring enough that it it keeps us in the present moment with the activities and allows us to go with the new information that comes in, even if it's not what we expected, because that's where the fear is, right? Like I, I did something and I didn't get what I expected. So it's very easy to kind of have that become the rabbit hole, especially if you've had experiences where it felt like you were burned and it didn't go the way you expected. That sets up in our brain a connection between, well, I do the things and it doesn't work. So why would I do the things? How do I do them right? And if there's a right, then there's a wrong. So knowing that, I'm wondering, you mentioned groups and choosing your time and that you do have an income right now. How solid is that income in terms of covering your basic needs? I can live, I can live off of it. Um, Okay. I feel a little bit of pressure just because right now during the winter, we only have market once a week. So I've got more time. So mid April, I'll be ramping up to be busier. Um, But so I feel like I feel pressure right now (laughs) to start something right now, but, but I can live off of what I have right now. And I do have time to put in and even after April. (laughs) I, I ask that because it's very hard when we have extra stress over basic needs being met, that it can put a pressure that blocks our ability to think expansively and create something that's fulfilling. If you think of a hierarchy of needs, you have your basic survival needs, and then you have your like self-actualization, which we ideally want to get to. But if your basic needs are under stress, it's going to be very hard to release some of the outcome and allow yourself to play to find what works for you within building a business. Right. Okay. Yes. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure that like, if, if you were to allow yourself to play 
how feasible is that for you in a real tangible sense? Mm -hmm. So right now it sounds like there's some flexibility within that. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. And yeah, I could. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you felt most successful, like when you were playing and, and working on building any areas that you've worked in, whether it's the political space or the handbags or home spaces and things like that, when you felt most successful, what was true about the situation? With the handbags, I would say early on when we had a great response and people were putting us into little stores, I mean, that was that felt really good. We were getting positive feedback and, and response to our product. Um, with, uh, with politics, I would say the, the helping people piece of it. Um, and, and that's something that I started doing. I started doing with, with my business before I started doing some Facebook lives and doing some um, video things that were working well. And then through the election with COVID, I ended up doing a Facebook Live every night for like, I don't know, 200 some odd days. So I got kind of good at that. <laughs> so I do think that incorporating video into whatever I do, I I have enjoyed interacting with people that way, even though it's not um, extremely, I, I felt like it became pretty personal as far as, you know, um, connecting with people on a Facebook Live because there was real time interaction and people would message me privately if they wanted to talk about something individually. Um, I feel like that could be a good aspect to whatever I do because I feel extremely comfortable with doing that now, um, which I might not have before. Um, but but the interacting with people and giving them something that helps them or makes their life better. Um, whether it be a handbag or uh, I used to do these room reviews where I do quick, you know, turnarounds and spaces to raise the energy and make it a better space to be um, or answering questions about relief packages for COVID. I mean, you know, being able to help people somehow, I, I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. And I would love to be able to do it in a creative way. I hate digging through all the, all the mess of, um, legislation. <laughs> Although I'll do it if I get elected eventually, but <laughs> I yeah. prefer um, the creative aspect. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering who, who would you say you were being in those instances when you felt most successful? What was true about you? Um, I'm not sure I know what you mean. So and if you think about those times, you put yourself back in that space where you felt like you were, where you were getting that positive feedback, where you felt that connection with other people, where you knew that you were being of service and helping others, what would you say about who you were in that time? Um, I would say that I was connecting with people and that I... Um, I mean, I definitely feel like, well, I mean, I feel like I was being myself all the time, um, but I was being kind of an agent of change or help. Uh, I'm not sure how to, how to, um, I mean, being of service, I guess, or being, uh, being able to inspire people to do things in their own lives, whether it be to 
um, change their situation by applying for a grant or being able to paint their wall a different color to help them not be so depressed. (laughs) Uh, So being kind of an agent of change and inspiration to help people take the little steps that they need to take to help them have a better life, to help them feel better and be happier. How did you know what they needed? Well, some of it was through talking to them. Some of it was that I knew I know what's available and they don't, whether it be a grant that could help them in their specific situation, or maybe they don't know that, you know, um, red is kind of an agitating color and maybe they do better with blue, (laughs) you know, and I know that just because I do it. And how did you know that, that they needed anything at all? Oh, uh, well, like I said, some of it is just like with the pandemic, there are a lot of people out there that need it. So I would put it out there and then I would get specific questions. Um, I just assumed that people would need it. (laughs) Um, and I had people watching me every night and, and appreciating things that I was offering. So I would put out anytime I found something as far as in, in like a room situation, how did I know? Uh, well, I, I don't know how I knew that people needed it, but I just think that it's a human need to want to be happy and anything that I can do to help people figure out how to be happy. I mean, I have ideas about how to do that and some might land for some people and some might not and might land for other people. (laughs) So when you were feeling on Mm -hmm. and in flow with that, like you're like, I know that this is helpful and I'm being of service. You're connecting to them directly or indirectly. How did you feel? Really good. What does good mean? Uh, successful. <laughs> like like that's the mark. That's what um, confident, like I was sitting my stride, like I, um, like I could do this. I could do this. I'm helping somebody. Um, I don't know. Beyond Where that. did you feel that in your body? Um, just now I felt it like kind of in my heart or even a little bit below, kind of like, yeah, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing within there, you said it several times in various ways of connection, mm-hmm. connecting with people, connecting with people in some way where you're either receiving information and maybe it's positive feedback. They're asking you questions. You're putting something out there and receiving information back. So there's some level of connection happening there. Mm -hmm. And then you're using your knowledge and your creativity to solve a problem that you feel confident that you can support them with because you have knowledge, you have experience, you have awareness. So that's what I'm hearing in that success space. And what you want to create. And so what would it, what would your next step look like? If you were to take that awareness into a next step in creating a business, what would you do? (laughs) That, what you just said sounds so good. And then, and then your next question, I was like, Ooh, but then it gets into where I don't know things (laughs) and I worry. And then I think, Oh, well, I could do this, but I don't know everything about that. So. I get stuck there, I think. Yeah. 
And that makes sense because it's an unknown space. And when you step into unknown spaces, are <laughs> we naturally want to grab on to something that is that is for sure. The only thing you know for sure, for sure, is you and what you already have inside of yourself. So if you knew that no matter what you did, you would be successful, you would have that sense of success, of connection, of being a service no matter what you chose, what would you do? Hmm. Okay. Well, I would probably start uh, re-looking at my business from before in a simpler way and maybe starting um, looking at the essence of what you just said about simple ways that I could and, and and repeating what you said <laughs> before, because I, I think you hit something really, uh, really important. Um, and maybe just addressing simple things and not trying to make a giant, you know, big business out of it and make a whole, because I think that's part of what I, I tried to do before is make a big network of courses and this and that, and this is how I could make money and um but just starting simply by connecting with people and answering questions and having, um, I mean, I'm not sure how I make money with that, but it could, I, I think doing videos or having a group where we meet once a week and I answer questions and maybe it's a paid Facebook group and it's like, you know, Facebook live where I come in live and I answer questions and about, you know, your space and, and how to, how to easily change things in there. And, and I, again, I don't know if anyone would pay for that, but that, but it could be, uh, I, if I could, your question, if I could be confident and assured that it would work <laughs> in my own mind and just go ahead and do that, then um, I would, I think I'd feel good about that. I would feel good about that. Okay. And then I could always add layers of like, my artwork. Maybe I have a gallery that's attached to it where I sell artwork and, um, you know, that could be something that is an add-on at some point. Yeah. Um, a lot of times we try and play a chess game. I was like, if I do this and then they'll do this and then I'll do this and then this will happen. And then, that, and it becomes this big thing that yeah. is completely intangible and naturally terrifying because like there's, it doesn't tie to any real thing. So it starts to call into question, like our inner critic goes nuts yeah. <laughs> over that. So it's, it makes sense that that would, that idea of fear would stop you. Also, it's impossible to be confident doing something that you've never done before. So if you were courageous instead of confident, and then you tap into the confidence in your knowledge and what you have available inside of you, both from a creative standpoint, as well as an experiential, like colors, for example, not everybody knows yeah. about colors or understands how they work or how they would work within their space or any of that. Like right. you have knowledge in that. Those are the things you can have confidence in. And then you get to play with what connects and explore who's looking for that. What's going on for people that they're looking for that? Okay. And how do you want to be available to them for that? So you said you, you enjoy doing video. Mm -hmm. Facebook Live can be a place to start since you've got confidence there. Maybe you repurpose that into 
YouTube or something else. You know, there are possibilities, but you start with the place you feel confident in. And then, you know, you like groups. You want to be clear about your boundaries around when you're available because it sounds like previous times you've had what might fall under scope creep. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I was doing this and I thought we were doing this, but now we're looking at couches. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So being clear over how you want to support people, what keeps you in that space of enjoyment, creativity, and inspiration. Mm -hmm. Inspiration usually means that there aren't boundaries around it. There's an openness. Mm -hmm. When you feel inspired, what's true for you? I do feel an expansiveness. I feel a connection. I feel um, just energized. And it can be over lots of different things. But um, usually it's over ideas or things that have happened that are just like, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love feeling inspired. (laughs) Yeah, I love connecting with people that inspire me or being in situations that inspire me. I seek that. Mm -hmm. And I also strive to help inspire other people. I want to be a source of inspiration for people. Mm -hmm. Okay. So knowing that inspiration is important to you and what that means is that there's an expansiveness, like heart area expansiveness, and there's a sense of connecting with other people from here what would be your next step in that energy? So I think that I will start brainstorming topics that I think could be inspiring to people. And maybe I will start doing little Facebook lives. I have a group from before. I don't know. I mean, it's, I haven't been in there in a while, but um I have a group from before that I could start up again and um, just see what happens, play with it, like you said, and start doing some lives, just talking about some things and maybe asking people what they'd be interested in and finding out what they would want from a group like that. Okay. Yeah. And I think I'll probably, um, I'm going to have to spin it, not spin it, but um, present it from my new, just Uh, you know, I was very unpolitical before because I just, um, you know, I was trying to start a business. I didn't want to be, and that's, Mm -hmm. I I kind of have left all that behind now. So I'm sure I'll lose some and gain some in that, but that's perfectly fine. That's where I want to be. Yeah. I'm not applying to anyone these days. So (laughs) awesome. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Not everyone is your person. Right. That's okay. Mm -hmm. So a big thing that I heard there is brainstorming topics, allowing yourself to be expansive within your area of knowledge and what you enjoy talking about, asking people what they're looking for. And from there, it's also okay to ask people what they would be willing to invest in support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that's that's called doing uh, focus groups. Yeah. <laughs> Where you actually connect with people and say, hey, I'm looking at this. Is this something you'd be, what would need to be true about it to invest in it? And would you be willing to invest at this price point? Right. Asking questions like that is something that we often forget in the online space. Like it's actually okay not to know the answer to that without asking. I I was really uh, hesitant to 
ask people to pay me for things before. But um, in thinking about something that you just said before, I think that I am in a completely different place now than I was back when I did that. Because um, like you said, you don't have confidence for things that you haven't done. And I have just done a thousand things that I never did before with no idea what I was doing. So I definitely have the courage piece. So I think I can do this. Awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. So finally, what would stop you from doing this? Um, I would say nothing unless I failed like a few times. I mean, even one time it would be okay. I'd keep going at it a different way. But if I failed a number of times, then I would probably stop. What does it mean to fail? Not make any money and have to, you know, pull up the anchor and go get a job somewhere, which that's not really an option. And I don't see that being what I end up doing. I really don't think that's an option. So I really feel like I will succeed this time. I just would like for it to be sooner rather than later. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So remembering what success looks like, you have the, for the thing that needs to be specific, you have a specific number Mm -hmm. for the thing that needs to be experiential. You know what that experience needs to look like so that you're playing within the space that continues to support a sense of fulfillment and joy and success. We don't want to trade off that experience part for the financial part. We want them to go together. So playing within that space that feels fulfilling for you, that you enjoy doing, understanding the number, and then playing within doing topics, asking questions, getting information about both what you're providing and is it helpful for the people that you're reaching, exploring what it would take to reach more people and finding out what they're willing to pay so that you can create something that fits within how you want to show up at a price point that people will actually engage. Right. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel good about that. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, I am so excited. You are very welcome. I am so excited for you and what you're going to create. And I hope that you'll keep me posted. I definitely will. (laughs) will. Thank you. This is awesome. You're welcome. Very clear. Good clarity. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed listening to this session. I would love to hear any takeaways that you got from listening in. Did you have an aha from hearing any of the processing from this? Please send me an email, shoot me a DM, whatever works for you, and let me know. I love to hear from you. I have several more of these sessions coming your way soon, so Stay tuned for that, and I will talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening. I so appreciate you being here. If you got something out of today's episode, please share it. Leave me a review, take a screenshot, and post it on social with a shout-out to me. Send it to a friend or, you know, all of the above. Want to hang out more? Join me on Instagram. Or better yet, get on my mailing list to make sure you don't miss out on anything. And remember... Your possibilities are as unlimited as you are. Allow yourself to shine, my friend. The world needs your light. See you next time.